good morning. Well, hello there, my love. Oh, did you? <laughs> did you watch? Oh, no, you couldn't have watched the fight last night. You have to listen to this clip. This has to, this, this is what we started with today. Okay. Oh, Lord. I'm about to be like <laughs> ultra petty. Oh, God. So, a little setup for y'all, everybody. <laughs> Shanice. I love your smile. <laughs> she sang the national anthem last night. She what? <laughs> She sang the national anthem at the Pacquiao Bronner uh, fight. So I'm gonna play a little bit for you. Oh boy! Let me. Uh... Can you hear it? Mm-hmm. Come on, church. She was trying to make this a comeback performance. Ciao. God, watch these streaming. <laughs> okay, okay, reach it. Uh-uh. Okay. Uh-oh! Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Brenda, what? Did she say everybody say hallelujah? <laughs> no. She, it's enough for me, dog. She put, like, she was trying to make that, like, her comeback. What? <laughs> she she muted herself. <laughs> she it to side. Please. Did she say free? <laughs> she free? <laughs> Girl. Welcome to another episode of Two, Two Chicks Talking Shit. Talking Shit. Uh oh, we're out of life. I forgot you. <laughs> now that was really a, a Peter a Brady, Peter, moment. Peter Brady moments over here, everybody. Uh, as most of my friends know, my voice does not always work with me all the time. So whatever, this is what y'all go get today, and it might get better, it might get worse. Who knows? But let's get into it. Well, uh, okay, where do I want to start? Because this week has been a week. I will say, sis, I'm not, I'm not talking about Soldier Boy, okay? I just want you to know, I'm not gonna talk oh. about Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy, <laughs> you ain't gonna talk about Soldier Boy? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not getting Drake. That. No, yeah. <laughs> he's not getting no. That's all he gonna get right there. I that. will say. Oh. Maybe I should talk about it. <laughs> you might as well. Breakfast Club interview. I mean that it was a lot. Um, it was a lot, but af- it's the after that, you know, it's so much happened after that. And I guess I do have to talk about it because I was going to talk about the Ariana Grande thing. But um, so 
after he did the Breakfast Club, he ended up doing Everyday Struggle, which with DJ Academics and um, his little crew or whatever. Uh-huh. And that was the interview that I actually got upset because Soldier was talking about his gaming console and he was like, it ain't got your picture. DJ Academics is like coming for him. Like, it ain't even got your picture on it. It ain't this. It ain't his that. Picture. It ain't this. It ain't. Right. My picture. My picture. <laughs> picture. <laughs> Girl. And so then Soldier started pulling receipts like, you know, I made money on this. Like Nintendo came to me to talk with me about licensing some certain things and working with them and all of this. And I felt some kind of way, you know, we supposed to be supporting each other. You know, it ain't it ain't too many black people we could even say, you know, doing video games. Right. You know, I don't know no I don't know black people, you know, promote video games or even putting out their own console, whether it's just, you know, a a, a blank box or whatever but he get money from it so like I'm not gonna like dog the little boy because he um you you know his picture ain't on it did you just call Draco the little boy little Drake young Draco I'm sorry don't come for me don't come for the two chicks cause I'm old man you still you still a little baby to me like I just um yeah I'm not his antics are a bit uh, does yeah. have some validi- validity behind his statements um, and then like as soon as all his stuff is coming out there Ariana Grande Ariana Grande come out with this video where she done stole the pink trap house from uh, <laughs> 2 chains, the the beat soldier boy and then some other girl who I ain't never heard of said she stole her lyrics I don't know you so I can't I can't speak for you but I do agree it's a lot of soldier and two chain influences all up in that Ariana Grande video. Girl, what's she trying to sing about with a pink trap house? <laughs> Girl, I didn't even here's the thing. I watched the video and didn't listen to all the words that she was saying. But she was just talking about like nothing really, you know, all the stuff she got, talking about phones and dogs and things. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But into the real stuff. I'm going to get into the real stuff. So, um, this to Friday, um, Future came out with another album. Um, I haven't listened to it, but I hear it's a banger. I'm going to check it out a little bit later. Who has a new album? But, like, Future. Okay. Uh, hmm. Hendrix. Oh boy. So you already know that like anytime anybody's interviewing future, they're always bringing up the Sierra and Russell situation, Mm -hmm. you know, and asking him about all his baby mamas and which one he go pick and all of that stuff. So like he in a few in an interview, he mentioned how uh, he was upset at how um, Sierra introduced their son to Russell before he got a chance to meet Russell. And so, what you know, yeah. I mean, okay, I'm not okay. Let me stop because I'm going to take it. I'm going to ignore the fact that we are talking about future and Russell Simmons because, in my mind, I'm thinking like, why would I need your permission to introduce our child to Russell? Fucking <laughs> to uh, I want to call him Russell Simmons. I don't even know. 
Uh, Russell Wilson. Wilson. Why would I need your permission to introduce our son to Russell fucking Wilson? It's Russell Wilson. Like, like it's yes. Russell Wilson. From the Seahawks. Like, the this is the American but, quarterback. The, the quarterback sweetheart. Like, he is the poster boy of the good guy. But I, I get all that. However, like, if we think about this, where you have both been, you know, married, right. That's why divorced, I said dealing with that's what whatever. I said. I cut you off. That's why I was saying, like, I will have to um, take that out of the equation. That is future and Russell Wilson, because oh, you know. Yeah, so yeah, I, yeah. I see what he's saying, even though the parties involved is like really, man. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so after that came after that happened, then like obviously Black Twitter and the rest of the internet started calling future bitter. But that's not the I mean, he said other things. He was talking about how Russ would just do whatever she said. <laughs> and he ain't the man in his own house. And you know what? I go. I'm not even here for right. none of that. I don't care how you portray him and his wife or whatever. But the part that I didn't like on the internet where people were saying that you know you ain't want. It's like you don't want to be in your son's life, and you know it, at least this man want to be there and taking like making it seem like uh, he didn't deserve the respect to meet right. his ex fiance's. You know you know, boyfriend or whatever, so he could, you know, like, I feel like men should have that opportunity. Like, I didn't really want to deal with all of that when, you know, I was, you know, right. started dating D. So I waited until, you know, it was appropriate and be like, okay. Um. All right. So back to what I was saying. Jesus mm-hmm. Christ. Um, I don't, I can't get mad at Future because, you know, I understand the whole situation. Um, but the internet is ultra petty um, because they were, they call him bitter. They say he can't move on. He always picking with them. And I, I, I can't I can't agree with them mm-hmm. on that aspect. Because um, like women, I feel like whenever they go through a breakup and and they're in the public eye, they content, they have to talk about it all the time they always right. have to, you know answer questions it could be like 10 years down the line like I feel like Kim Kardashian is still answering questions about Ray J and her other husbands and you know mm-hmm. like I feel like it don't never die for the woman but like a dude he, he get asked the question he tell you his opinion and now he bitter right yeah but that that mess there is never go in with um, Future and Sierra. I think they are still booty hurt at each other. <laughs> mm-hmm. but what the, you think what, Future? You think um, Sierra is hurt? By, is still hurt about Future? Well, maybe not as hurt, but may, I feel like this isn't how she exactly planned her situation to be. So she probably think would thought thought it would be better. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but um, at the end of the day. You know, her and Russell are in a really good place. You know, Russell posted a picture of the two kids, mm-hmm. you know, kissing or whatever, saying, you know, this is all that matters. So, like, they, they care, but they don't care. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah, that's what I think. I don't think that um, 
they care like that. If anything, it's probably more of a why can't we all just work together and get along? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but since we're talking football, uh, but this week, you know, they've been announcing a lot more about the Super Bowl. We're hearing about commercials mm-hmm. that are coming out on the Super Bowl, and we found out who will be singing the national anthem. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it is Auntie Gladys Knight, which I probably mm-hmm. should call her Auntie because I think now mm-hmm. she might be. She, she could still be Auntie. <laughs> but she just that auntie she that bougie auntie that judgmental auntie that don't nobody really want to mess with yeah so um she um said in a statement <clears throat> i understand that mr kaepernick is protesting two things and they are police violence and injustice it is unfortunate that our national anthem has been dragged into this debate when the distinction senses of the national anthem and fighting for justice should each stand alone. It's like, I am here today and on the third to give the anthem back its voice, to stand for that historic choice of words, the way it unites us when we hear it, and to free it from the same prejudices and struggles I have fought long and hard for all my life. Um, um, Auntie... I see nobody. Nobody's trying to take away the voice of the national anthem. Exactly. Also, and it's a pretty I, racist I, song. If you think about the history yeah, of the song, yeah, if you knew the history of it, it's, it's very racist. And on top of that, I'm gonna need you to go and talk to some of your grandbabies <laughs> and possibly great grandbabies, uh-huh. so they can give you a better explanation as to why <laughs> <laughs> that uh, that him Kaepernick kneeling had nothing to do with the national anthem. <laughs> yep. He just chose that as his platform. Thank you. But he never spoke on it. He never said anything about it. And again, a veteran is the one who told him to kneel as a protest. Yeah, but I bet you she never took the time. Or, <laughs> or so. No, she was just on the midnight train to um, Georgia. She was on the midnight train to the bank <laughs> with that check. Leaving. Because don't she get paid for singing the national anthem? Yeah, I think they get a little stipend. They get a little yeah, bump she, something. She, she, that's what she worried about. Did you see what I did there? The Super Bowl is in Atlanta. And she leaving on the midnight train to Georgia. She showed. <laughs> she sure is. And she might as well stay in there. Jesus. She might as well go on to sing in that beat costume that she's singing in. I'm done. The mad singer. Oh God! Because everybody know that that's you, Gladys. <laughs> we all know that's you. I need to catch up on that show because I hear it's it's like intriguing to try and figure out who the people. It are. is. That's um, one of the shows that I watched. That show. I I've gotten in tune to it. Okay. And um. Yeah. You do. Oh Lord, there you are. Just took off. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, yeah, it um, it is very intriguing, and you know, you do find yourself trying to guess who it is. Yeah, I heard Antonio Brown was one of the singers, um, uh, on the show. Who was Antonio Brown? Oh, he's a Pittsburgh Steelers wide receiver. It's okay. He has a high top. 
you know, it's it's all right. It's okay. Anyway, moving on. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, Wendy Williams um, was supposed to be coming back to her talk show um, after she had had some health issues. Um, Mm -hmm. And then after her health issues, it came out about her husband, you know, getting a mistress pregnant and all this other stuff. So she um, she's postponed her show, her return again. Mm-hmm. She said that you know she fractured her shoulder. She's been on the mend. She's had complications. She's stressed out, and she's extending her break to focus on her personal and physical well being. And she'll start hosting the week of January twenty eighth. Um. 50 Cent Petty ass. <laughs> he go, Lord. He posted the screenshot of her little announcement talking about she don't get nobody else a break. Why are we supposed to get one? Lord. He so. I have him. I just have to love him so much. Like, I love him so much. He cracks me all the way up. Girl, I don't. On a daily basis. Why? 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 <laughs> Why? Because he's hilarious. He's hilariously petty. Like, he is trolling the fuck out of um, Tierra Marie right now. As, yes. As he should. He should. Because yeah. um, it ain't his fault for none of this. You shouldn't have sued him. And he has won. And you owe him his dollars. So, please provide man his coinage. Because he is not going to let up. I feel like, I think it was nah. Monday this week, this past week, or maybe Tuesday. He woke up on the petty side of the bed and was like (laughs) his whole bed is the petty side of the bed I was like ooh Curtis Jackson if you don't sit your petty ass down he went in on her for like an hour maybe two and then he was like he came back and was like okay I had breakfast I feel a little better I was like this nigga ain't himself when he hungry (laughs) get yourself a Snickers baby because something is wrong with you Right, yeah, he he is super patty. Sometimes it be a little too patty for my own liking. Yeah, but this whole terrible uh, thing, like I don't even know how he got in that because oh, because when um the video of the her and Akbar got was on the internet, I think Fifty Cent either reposted it or tweeted it or something. He so did. She tried to go after him. Yes, and I'm pretty sure it was probably about. You know, a hundred other people, you know, thousands of other people. You know how many? It was on so many websites, and it was everywhere. Like quickly, like you so could, she, she couldn't to, delete the shit quick enough. So she tried to go after him. Mm-hmm. She wanted some power money. Yeah. Good luck. Yeah, she better pay that man. Um, do you know who Alexis guy is? Um. Yeah. <laughs> This little pet, this little girl, she just can't. This child, let me stop calling people little girls and boys today, because I just feel I think I'm getting old. This is when I realize I'm old. When I, I be like, this little girl get on my damn nerves, and right. she in her twenties. <laughs> like, <laughs> she's really not a little <clears throat> a little girl. But um, so her and Black China were getting into it at a party, um, over oh, God. Rob because. I guess, <laughs> I guess 
Alexis has known Robert Kardashian for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And apparently Alexis and Robert Kardashian are talking, but this was not public knowledge until um, they were fighting at some house party. And then like the next day... Who was fighting at a house party? Black China and Alexis. Like Black China ah. threw a drink on Alexis' sky and walked out like she was completely unbothered. Like just walked just walked out so mm-hmm. come to find out it's over rob kardashian and rob posted some picture of alexis talking about woman crush when i think it was a wcw a woman crush every day like talking about how beautiful she is and i just want us to um pray for rob because i don't want him to get in another situation where he gonna have another child support payment because this poor mm-hmm. baby, he just seemed to like the same type of girls, like these nobodies, like literally nobodies who have made themselves into something on the internet. She already got a baby by Fetty Wap. And now, like, now she after you. Like, she's right. like, she's trying to secure a bag, dog. She is not interested. I just don't understand why, and I'm not judging these women, but I'm just trying to figure out why he is choosing these types of women. I I can't even explain it, but like if I look at his history of the women that he's dealt with, um, he started with Adrian Bylon. She was a cheetah girl, I think, at mm-hmm. the time. Now she's married to Israel Houghton, the gospel singer. Mm-hmm. And then his other big relationship was with um, Rita Ora, the singer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think he was trying to do something with Malika, but I don't think that worked out. Um and that's um Kim that's Kim Chloe's best friend, right? Um, and then after that, he done went tr- straight into that. Yeah, I think that um, I think that what what like Adrian like he he wanted to be the he didn't do her right. Yeah, I don't think he did all right. They and was I young too, like they I, were young, and I think he really was in love with her. Mm-hmm. In the end, he really turned out to be in love with her, but she had had enough. Yep. And so she had just moved on. And I don't think he's fully gotten over that. Yeah. And so now I think he is, he's afraid of the rejection. Mm-hmm. So, or the, um, he's afraid of the rejection and he's afraid of somebody holding him to a higher standard. Mm. So now he just deal with, with, Right, low lives. Mm-hmm. Well, let me not call them low lives, but I don't know. You kind of, you kind of low to be fighting in public, like right. all the time, like right. But he, he now he dealing with chicks that you know he feel like he's on a higher level, or he know that they probably not gonna ask for much of them because they not coming for much. So yeah, except his dollar signs, which he right. don't, which well, he don't have that much. coming from. Oh know, yeah, they, yeah, they ain't got nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Their background's probably not of that uh, Beverly Hills. Yeah, on the level that you know, because why he can't date 
you don't have no old friends from high school that you used to have a crush on. <laughs> it ain't nobody in Calabasas that um, he know why he has a hard time dating because he don't go nowhere. He don't do nothing. He sit in the house. He is uh, he is that nigga in your DMs. That right. is who Rob Kardashian is. To and me. when you get when you get and when you see it's him, <laughs> you say, "Look alive, niggas, it's, it's on." <laughs> ding 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 jackpot right. DM jackpot right <laughs> this is the DM I was waiting for He's hallelujah like, you're like it it has a, I have arrived <laughs> right oh man but we'll see how this plays out they said that um Rob will be returning to keeping up with the Kardashians this season so mm-hmm. um we can imagine what um we shall this this next season I should say we shall see it should be interesting. Um, Riri, our boo thing that don't want to drop no music, is doing, a, a, like I said, everything but music. Mm-hmm. So she got her makeup. She has her lingerie. Um, I saw some hints on the internet that she may be coming out with a sunglasses line because she had on some glasses that said Fenty on the side. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, she ain't got no glasses on, on in Sephora and on her lingerie site, so maybe she's coming out with that. But what is confirmed is she's gonna be collaborating uh, with Louis Vuitton, mm. and the- she don't need to sing. She like shit. <laughs> she was like, "Let me see." Sit, sit in the studio for hours trying to sing. Trying. The shade. Trying to see. Lord, I didn't mean it that way. Sitting in the sitting in the studio out. Sitting in the studio for hours, creating a record, or going to the boardroom, pick out a few swatches, or go to the fifty lab, dab a few things on my hand, and walk out. Right. Um, I'm gonna take the ladder. <laughs> right, cause <laughs> she is becoming mogul status. Actually, she's a mogul. I'm not even gonna say becoming. She is mogul status, especially with the beauty products. Um, and so, um, the deal will make her the first black female designer um, of the largest luxury conglomerate in the world um, because she'll be cl- collaborating with Monet, Hennessy, Louis Vuitton, which happens to be the parent com- company of Dior, Givenchy and Fendi. So mm-hmm. she, in- she getting the bag. Bizag. You hear me? Right. Oof. Can I just, I don't even, I can't even, can I just, can somebody put some makeup on my face and, Make me a fancy model or something. I was I wear yeah. some stunner all day. Like, come Girl, on. Girl, speaking of stunner, <laughs> it's the bomb, ain't it? It is the bomb. Um, someone at the concert, I was at the air call, I do concert last night. Yeah. And someone decided that they wanted to freshen their lips. Mm-hmm. Not in a restroom. Okay. Like, on the floor. Okay. I don't know if they were trying to put something on their lips or yeah. they was looking in their purse. But they dropped their fancy stunner. They go be sick. You hear me? On the floor, it's sick. splattered out, just red on the floor. Mm. You heard the you heard the little glass shatter. Ooh! And when I turned around and I looked at it, and I was like, "Oh man!" Yeah. She dropped, 
First, I was like, oh, man, she dropped her lip color. Mm-hmm. But then when I saw that point, <laughs> I said, oh, <laughs> no. It was like every every woman <laughs> that was in there was just like, oh, oh no. the Oh, no. She just dropped the fancy. <laughs> That's what she girl. She dropped the like, oh, It became God. a thing. I was like, oh. Ooh, and then that had to make her even more sick because not she, all of She me. sat there with that. You know how you had that stupid, dumb, and bad like, I can't even y'all. believe I just did this in front of all these people. You know My how dumb you had that, ass, that like, dumb, embarrassed smile on your mm-hmm. face like, <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. Yeah. In fact, I know her ass ass, her ass ass was folding up like. Oh, she was like, why no. didn't I just take my goofy ass to the bathroom? Shoot. I was like, I told my friend, I said, that's why you keep the you don't bring the cheap you you don't bring the good shit out. You bring the the cheap shit out. Like, <laughs> yeah, man. like okay, you got fancy sun out. You only have to touch fancy sun out. Like, what the fuck is it? You don't. Doing? It's so. What are you doing with your just, lips that you need to bring that out? It's thick. It's a stain, boo. It's there. It, is it there. ain't going no. Listen, I was about to get real vulgar, but. It's some the only way that's getting off is you putting in some work. You right. <laughs> excuse me. Oh, excuse me. Please. Oh, bless you. Because um, I back to this fancy. I yeah. had that on for Christmas. Yes. And I um, was eating Christmas dinner, and yeah. my friend she stopped and she said, "What the fuck do you have on your lips?" <laughs> because I've sat here and watched you eat this whole dinner, <laughs> and your lip color has not budged. I was like, "Stunner." <laughs> you may have to put a stunner ad up on the two chicks page. I know right. you got one. Come on, pull in the you go going up on over to the YouTube, do a review. <laughs> <laughs> Put that shit on out there. Let the world know. Eat an apple, eat some grapes, drink my coffee. Mm-hmm. Like, and and it's what? still there. It's still there. And that's not something that I wear oh, all no. the time. Because it's red, red. It ain't even. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a, I'm here, red. I'm here, bitches, red. Right. So. Yeah. Um, one more story. So, um, I didn't want to start with this because we spent so much time on him last week. This could be my last little pop culture thing, but um, Sony and R. Kelly um, have parted ways, probably not on his behalf, but Sony decided um, that they will not be releasing any more of his music, um, pretty much dropped him. So uh-huh. uh, this documentary has really like changed uh, R. Kelly's life, um, and I'm sure he didn't expect it to. No, I think he like think it this. was gonna take off the way it did because he's done. They've done this, like they, you know, um, I don't. They inspected that warehouse here in Chicago. There have been protests. Uh, there were protests at Sony before they dropped them. Um, protests here in Chicago. It, it's just, it, it's gotten real bad. Dateline NBC did um, a little segment on him uh, on Friday as well. And like, I don't see this stopping no time soon. Um, I feel like in the coming in the coming year, excuse me, that um, that R. Kelly's probably going to end up in jail, like based on this yeah. lawsuit or whatever. It just don't seem, it don't seem good. Mm-mm. No, but, it's gonna get worse. But it's, it's definitely gonna get worse. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was just gonna say it's it's definitely gonna get worse. That's it. Um, 
But you mentioned you were at the Erica Badu concert last night, and I had already planned on putting you on the spot because I knew where your ass was at. And mm-hmm. she's been um, trending all morning on Twitter, and I saw comments last night because she was speaking on how, you know, she is going to, she loves, I go viral with R. Kelly. Um, what if one of his accusers ends up, you know, um, assaulting somebody else you go mm-hmm. do, you go vilify them as well and right. so I would like to hear an account of what happened last night at the Badu concert yeah and I'm actually I, as you were saying that I actually just saw an article and it's saying um, singer Erica Badu left fans in shock after reportedly defending R. Kelly during her concert last night okay she did not defend him. Mm-hmm. Let's start with there. So okay. what she was doing was, she was just talking about Chicago. She was like, hey, Chicago. You know, y'all got the bulls. And everybody was kind of like murmuring like, yeah, thanks yeah, for thank, reminding th- us. That they're trash and they're yeah, tanking the thanks. season. And then she was like, you know, and y'all got our Kelly. And it was kind of like a, a boo, like, ooh, boo, yeah. And basically... What I heard her say was, um, he needs help. She was like, after hearing everything that was said, she was like, you know, the brother needs help. And she hopes that um, he gets to a point where if what these women were saying were true, that he would come to a place or a point where he will stand out and just admit his wrongdoings. And she was saying, like, I'm praying for the brother, and I'm hoping that he do the right thing. And she was saying that, we, you know, if we, are, if we are going to be of people who are of love and light and truth, she was like, we have to pray that he gets some help. She was like, she was like, because she was like, they're all victims. Everybody that was a part of that is a victim. Talking about things that happened to him, things that he's done. He was like, they're all victims. So we want to pray that he gets help. And she said, and people started booing, like, no, fuck that. Woo, woo, woo. And she was like, so what if one of the victims mm-hmm. turns around and start doing the same thing that he did? Are you, gonna, are you going to um, vilify them or make them out to be a villain as well? She was like, we have to learn how to love. You know, and that's all she said. All that other stuff, like, and that was it. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of, like I said, the air, it got a little, the air got a little thick. <laughs> People was born. There right. was a chick on the side that was big mad, like, fuck that. Fuck him. Fuck, fuck this shit. Woo, woo, woo. And I was looking at her. And I'm listening to what Erica was saying. And I've heard people say that before, like, he needs help, which I agree with. Like, I'm not, what he did was messed up. But I don't think I'm at the point where I'm like, hang that nigga by his toenails. Like, no. he needs some help. Yeah, he but need... he don't want it. He don't want it. That's the thing. He, like... don't, he don't realize. He doesn't even realize he needs the help. It's the first problem. Right, and that's why so, Iyanla wouldn't even help right, him because right. she said he's not at a point where he want, wants to help. And even his victims have said, like, I think her name is Lisa. She was, that's the one that was on Red Table Talk, right? Yeah. She um said that, you know, as she got older and she was maturing, 
you know, she was trying to help him. She said she wanted to change him. She wanted to, you know, let him know, you know, that this, this is not what's up. And he, he wasn't trying to hear that. And she realized that. And that's why one of the reasons why she said she had to get up out of there. But like, you can only help somebody who wants to help and Kels ain't don't want it. So like, okay, well we need to figure out what we need to do. So this kind of stuff don't happen to nobody else. Right. So it was that and people booed for like two seconds and she was like, all right, let me spend my way, you know, in her Erica Badu fashion. I let me spend my way out of this shit and sang a song and the concert kept on going. People didn't leave. Yeah. Nobody throwing shit. Yeah. It wasn't like, a, a big dramatic boo where the whole um, auditorium was booing and going crazy and I'm seeing articles and people like it, it wasn't even that so calm down people yeah um, but I will say she's made many like weird comment I, I, I just don't agree with everything she says about um, women who are victims of abuse like mm-hmm. the whole little girl shouldn't wear skirts to high school because they might turn the teacher on comment that she's made oh, in the I past. Oh, I know she has said stuff like that. Yeah, she's made a lot of those kind of comments in the past. So she has like the, I, this, I um, describe it as old lady syndrome where yeah. she's walking around talking about these little fast ass girls out here switching their butt up in front of these men's, mm-hmm. you know, what we we can't we can't take their eyeballs out, you know. If they see it, they like it. They they go take it, you know. Right. You know how yeah. old old women be talking, mm-hmm. and it just it don't make sense. It's like an ignorant conversation, yeah. but at the same time, like people really think of think like that and <laughs> like damn like, right you erica badu you a mama of little girls you go tell your little girls that they can't wear skirts because they might right. turn and she and see she didn't she didn't even get into all that she no that's said, old like it's a couple like if you go on twitter and uh, look up the trending topic people have posted screenshots of her old tweets talking about that kind of stuff people i mean but you people live they learn they you know things change and like like I said, I, what she said to me didn't seem that bad yeah. where I was born. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. like to the point where I felt like I needed to boot. And and it made me question like like am I, I looking at other people or some of their reactions, I was like, Well shit, I ain't that mad. <laughs> <laughs> it just made me feel like, Well, maybe I ain't that mad about it. Like I think what he did was fucked up. I do think he need help. I am not here for um, a concert or listen to his music or anything like that. I'm not here for him, but I'm also not at the point where I'm like, crucify him! <laughs> <laughs> like, and I ain't about to be bored for having an opinion unless your opinion, like for me to be upset about your opinion or what you say, you have to say some straight, ignorant, outlandish shit. And it don't right. even have to necessarily be about R. Kelly. It's about I have an issue with people who want to blame the victims or who want to talk bad about the victims. If you ain't, if you don't believe it, if you ain't, if you don't think that what he did was that bad, if you don't think that R. Kelly is innocent, if you still here for R. Kelly, go right ahead. That You can do that. That's fine. But when you get to talk about all oh, them bitches just want some money, or them, mm-hmm. that, shit, that right there is when I be like, hold on. Yeah, like they don't have nothing to gain from that. Exactly. That's when I have. 
that's when I have an issue with. So her standing up there and saying R. Kelly needs help. We definitely need to pray for that brother. And we, we hope, she said, I sincerely hope that that brother gets to the point where he stands in his truth and he stands out and stand up and take um, responsibility for his actions. Mm-hmm. Amen. Right. We'll, we'll be right back. All right. We are back and it is time for Girl Talk. Mm. Let me see what we have today. First of all, let me pull up this. I should have had the article up. I'm so bad nowadays. Girl, it's, I don't know what's going on <laughs> with life. Just life, period. Because my energy has been low. I ain't did nothing around this house. It's called the winter. Oh, okay. And Thank it's you. an actual syndrome for it. And I forgot the name of it. But um, because we have a lack of sunshine, um, we don't have vitamin, we don't get vitamin D. And what vitamin D does, it helps enhance our mood. You know, we want to be more active because mm-hmm. you know, we see the sun. Like, oh, it's a beautiful day. The yeah. sun is um, When we don't see the sun, which is crazy because today the sun is actually out despite the snow. Yeah. Um, you just feel like all dreary and low and all that stuff. So I know a lot of my coworkers, they um have the they call them happy lights. Mm-hmm. And they're these really bright like UV lights and they have them on their desk and they, you know, just turn them on. And it's tell they say it helps their mood. Um you work. see, yeah. My office, they're not going for that shit. <laughs> like, turn that bright ass light out. <laughs> Oh, geezers on my job. They're not going for that. Yeah, it's definitely like everybody be in their cube with their little... Well, not everybody. It's enough of them, though. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's definitely a fad nowadays. A little happy like to keep you um, feeling... um, Happy. Happy in the winter time. (laughs) All right. Well, that's why we'll be singing. I'll make you happy. Right. Hey. Okay. <laughs> um, who is that? The monkeys? I, no, that no was, the partridge. The partridge family. Yep. I knew it was one of them shows that no. my grandma had hey, on TV hey, when I was a kid. Hey. No, I mean, I'm not, it's nothing against <laughs> you for singing it. <laughs> I'm just saying where I heard it from. <laughs> Because back in the day, that's all we had on TV. The, the Monkees, the Partridge Family, mm-hmm. the Brady Bunch, like all of that. So I know I, I knew it was one of them. I couldn't remember which group it was. Anyway, um, so um, Ebony's um, recent edition, Aisha Curry, has an article where she is talking about her marriage to Steph Curry. They Uh have three children, they have two girls, and they just had a little boy. And she explains why she puts her marriage before her children. Um, And a lot of people on the internet were like, ooh, child, that's disrespectful. My kids come first, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, Uh yeah, yeah. You know, the typical um, conversation. but what she says is putting ourselves first and making sure that we make time for date nights and for each other. That's been very important as hard as it is, because when you become a parent, you want to put your kids first. And we do. 
but yeah. we do but we do it second to our relationship because ultimately when our relationship is good the kids are happy and they're thriving and our family life is good we have to put that into perspective and realize that it's not us be, not us being selfish it's making sure we set a strong foundation i i read it and i agreed with all of it 100% it made all the sense in the world to me. Yeah, because and it it actually really does. Because number, one, so you always see that people say "happy wife, happy life," right? Mm-hmm. So, like, if you and your husband are extremely happy, you're going to be exuding happiness and sunshine and rainbows at home, and your kids are going to say, "Like, hmm." this is amazing. Mommy and daddy in a good mood. They ain't never yelling at us unless we bad. This is so awesome. This is what I want. When I grow up, my house going to be just like this. You know, like, that's when they start really, like, seeing what, quote-unquote, normal should be. Like, you know what right. I'm saying? And so, I, I agree also, but I um posted a comment because I, I got this some group don't ask me how I got in it. It just popped up on my timeline. Um, but it's called, it was like natural hair and something. So it made oh, sense. Shit. It made sense. Somebody, <laughs> somebody <laughs> probably added me in because, you know, I'll be doing, uh, watching natural hair videos and all, mm-hmm. whatever. I got in it. But they post a lot of little random stuff like this. And so the people that were commenting were the most ignorant people I've ever read in my life. I was just like, how what do you think marriage is? And that's, that's what I asked one person. And then they was like, I, I get where you about to go with this, but your kids always come first. No, they don't. <sighs> so then... that's why y'all be around here. Look, let me shout out. <laughs> Hold on, damn. Go finish your statement. That's why they be around here looking all tired and worn out and crazy. Cause you ain't you're talking about your kids go first. You can't do shit because of your kids. Like, <laughs> like, yes, it's, here's the thing. I think what people misunderstand is the fact that she's saying that their marriage is coming first. She's not saying that their children aren't a priority. Right. She's just saying that our marriage is is what comes first. Because in order to have a happy household, we have to make sure that we as a unit, we are one, which people forget. When you are married, you and that person become one. You are a unit. So in order for everything else to flow right as a unit, y'all have to be together. And so if that means date nights, if that means taking time out of y'all schedule to make a point to make sure that y'all are in tune then you have to do that. And I just, I think that people forget that. Yeah. And so what I agree with that all the way. Um, so if y'all thought we was going to disagree with Aisha Curry, y'all wrong. <laughs> so, I don't know why y'all thought we would. <laughs> so, one of my comments, and, and this started shutting people up, was it said, I said, people forget marriage was bib- biblically based. Mm-hmm. And they are very religious. Mm-hmm. Like, like Steph puts Bible verses on his 
shoes. They talk about how much they love God in every venue I've ever seen them, whether she's doing an interview about a cooking show or he's doing a post-game interview, whatever it is, it's, uh, they they get God in there some shape, form, or fashion. Mm-hmm. And they, fo- they follow the Bible. Like, they follow the law. She's doing right. what a wife should do. Like, it tells you <laughs> it tells you as a man when you get find a wife you leave you leave everybody else everybody else to the side including, mm-hmm. your, including your mama and, and including your mama like uh, like people be getting mad like that's that's his mama he she shouldn't do that he shouldn't do that to his no. mama um, you, when it comes to the uh list of priority or prioritizing where people go mm-hmm. it is your wife your children, mm-hmm. and then your mother. Mm-hmm. Because what the Bible does say is that when a man chooses a, a wife, mm-hmm. he, he leaves his family. Yes. You start your own. This yes. is their own unit. Mm-hmm. And so, and, and you can't have everybody in your stuff. Right. And so, I see no problems here but this is why this is why people not get don't understand what marriage is like nowadays marriage isn't what what we're talking about to Mm -mm. today marriage marriage is more of like a business contract where people feel like oh we go um we gonna have this much money we gonna be able to do this we gonna be able to do that like it's not focused on the right stuff it's Mm -mm. all everything and this generation is so superficial. Like, yeah, you might love that person, but at the end of the day, like, so many women don't understand what submission is. It's not, like, it's not what you th- what you probably think the word means, but, mm-hmm. like, you know, I'm independent. Ain't no man go tell me what to do with X, Y, what Z. Girl, please. Yeah, and then another thing that people fail to realize is that when you're married and you have children, that is um, only a brief moment in your marriage. That's like, it, it might seem like a lifetime, mm-hmm. but that's only like, you, you plan to be with this person until death do you part. Mm-hmm. You plan to be with this person for your entire life. So that means that out of that, half of that time is going to be being parent to your child is 18, 21 years old. Even and, and, and honestly, it gets shorter than that because the older they get, the less dependent they become of you. Mm-hmm. And a lot of marriages break down because doing that, they put the children first. Mm-hmm. So they, they lose who they are as a couple. They lose who they are as individuals. And then when the kids are to the point where they don't depend, they don't need them anymore. Now they're looking at each other like, who are you? Mm-hmm. That's exactly what one of these comments said, because I pulled it up. It says, if you don't understand, you'll never have a successful relationship. Your kids will grow up and leave the nest. Your marriage or relationship is the foundation to it all. And if that mm-hmm. ain't solid, everything is going to crumble. Yeah, that was one of the issues in my previous marriage was that my ex-husband was so, um, in his case, he was so... Because he had kids, out, you know, we both had kids outside of our marriage. And his biggest fear was um, making his children's mother upset 
to the point where she wouldn't let him see his kids. Mm. And it got to the point where her which her her word trumped what I said or my decision. Mm. Because he was afraid that she would get upset and wouldn't want the kids to come around. But then as they got older, they didn't want to stay one they want to be around like that anyway. <laughs> right. So, you know, you just have to I think that's one thing people don't see the the long term of that. But I'm not I, look, have your date night. Mm-hmm. Stay in love with each other. Be a couple. And that's another thing I think married couples forget to do. They forget how to be boyfriend and girlfriend. That's right. Come on now. They Come. get so focused on um being a husband and wife that they lose being boyfriend and girlfriend. That's definitely the truth because I will say that I can definitely see a change in how my little baby relationship is mm-hmm. <laughs> because um, now that we like we made a conscious effort to do date night like it's once a month it's like mm-hmm. it's, we put it on the calendar the kids know when it is it's like real so right you can definitely see a change when you start to you know focus back on you know your relationship and okay you might like you may bring up a conversation at date night that you really need to have mm-hmm. but, and, and it may you know it may be difficult to have it but it's it might be a little tight yeah, but it's needed mm-hmm. to, you know, keep this thing going. So Yeah. I totally yeah, even it. you know, we're we're both cohab cohabitating. Ooh, child. Uh, or as the old folks would say, we both shacking. Yeah, we shacking good. You we shacking. We shacking real good. <laughs> and, you know, I've I've made a conscious decision myself to, you know, spend time with each other in the house. That may be sitting in the, sitting in the same room together, watching television, mm-hmm. making sure we have a conversation when we come home. Because I noticed when we first moved in that we was I was starting that habit of retreating to the bedroom, watching TV in the bedroom. And one night, I noticed that we were watching the same thing in separate rooms, mm. and I was like, "That's crazy!" Right. So and and the first night that I did it, it did make a difference of sitting in the living room and retreating and watching television with him and spending time together for that little brief hour, two hours that we had. You know. So yeah, y'all gotta put these relationships first and my kids grown. I'm just waiting on them to find their life and figure it out. <laughs> yeah, my kids almost there. Uh, like so. whew, almost. All right. Well, that's Girl Talk. If you have a topic, um, there are so, so, so many ways to reach out to us. We have Facebook. We have Instagram. We have an email, the number two chicks, T-A-L-K-I-N-S-H-Y-T at gmail.com. If you have the Anchor app, there is this cool function that you can send us voice messages that we can listen to and answer um, we can even incorporate them into the episode. So why don't you just download the Anchor app? You can listen to us there and send us a message. And uh, we'll be right back. Mm-hmm. All right, we're back. And it is my favorite segment of the show. I, I love that this is your what. favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going to happen on this segment. Because you used to like... <laughs> <laughs> 
fucking blow my mind with these damn <laughs> stories. So, like, I'm always excited to see what you have. So, okay. Well, this week, I decided we are in Chicago. Well, kind of, sort of. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we are in Chicago or in the Chicagoland area or in the Midwest. And um, one of the big things that happened this weekend or this week was that Van Dyke, oh, Jason Van Dyke, who was a Chicago police officer who shot a 17-year-old boy, um, Laquan McDonald, 16 times back in 2014. He was um, found guilty of Second degree murder and also uh, something with assault. 16 counts. 16 counts of aggravated battery with a firearm. So um, this past week, he finally was got his sentences, sentencing. (sighs) And it was not what the people thought it was going to be, especially considering that he was found guilty for the um the 16 counts of aggravated battery with a firearm what happened was he only received 81 months for the murder of Laquan McDonald and basically the judge just completely dropped the whole uh 16 counts of aggravated battery. Yeah, so um, I've done a lot of reading on this. I have like, mm-hmm. okay, sorry. I get so frustrated every time I think about it. When I saw mm. it though, I don't know what's going on with me lately, but like when I saw it, when I heard it, I was kind of like, I wasn't, like I wasn't big mad. I wasn't sad. I was numb. It was like, hmm. And I did the math, and I was like, so what are you going to do about three years? Mm-hmm. And I was like, typical. And then it was just like, you know, I don't know. I guess I've just gotten so accustomed and so immune to how the justice system and things work when it comes to a white man versus a black man or whatever the case may be, um, that it was just like, okay, this is a white man who shot a black man. Um, and of course they're going to say he, he was doing his job. And so, yeah, he got the minimal, the bare minimal. Um, yeah. So the thought process, um, a lawyer said on television was that, um, the judge, um, basically gave him a pass because each count of the 16 counts of aggravated assault with a firearm um, carried a sentence of like, I think it was between six and 30 years each and with no chance of parole. Okay. Like he couldn't get out. Like he was going to have to do his time. Well, whereas the, um, see, heard that lawyer term, whereas, <laughs> Sorry. Whereas um, the charge of second degree murder, he got sentenced to 
you know, the 81 months. However, he would be uh, he would be eligible for parole and good behavior and he could be in protective custody. And it has like uh, it's a lot. It's a lenient. It's a more lenient sentence, even though it is the higher offense. Mm hmm which is bullshit. Like, if I was a judge, <laughs> if I was a judge, I would have been charging on every every gunshot because that is that is the, the, the biggest problem. Like, shoot him once, okay, that's it. But you unloaded a clip on right. him. Right, right. To me, I don't feel like you did, you served us justice. And he tried to say that, like, and I'm saying us, like, it's my family, but I feel like in Chicago, it's basically the black people against the police. And um, in some cases, um, I feel like we got justice, but the judge was trying to say that, you know, both sides are hurting and hopefully this will help calm some of the hurt. And, you know. <laughs> right. Like, how you figure giving this man the minimum is going to calm the hurt? Uh, he people. did not care about uh, the the, no. the family of Laquan. He cared about the family of Van Dyke, and it was clear because his wife was like, "His life is over. He'll never be a police officer again." No, bitch, mm-hmm. his life ain't over. Like he walking around and breathing just fine. Laquan's life is what we call over, and right. he will never have another chance to live and breathe. Your husband will get another chance to you know, see his kids and see you and get another job and go on with his life. But that's something that Laquan will never have a chance right. to do. So, you know, I don't, I did not agree with it. I honestly couldn't believe it when I heard it because like you did, I did the math real quick. And I was like, okay, that's almost seven years. That means since he could get parole, it's like it'll be two and a half, three. Because he go right. he go get time served because it's a day for a day. It's right. It's it's unfortunate. Yes, he's one of the first police officers convicted. Yeah, they tried to throw that out there, but it's like and yeah, and, and <laughs> he should have. Like, he still got the bare minimum though. Y'all just smacked him on the wrist. Oh, on top Shit, of that. Oh, go ahead. They could have just put his ass back at the desk. Oh, and on top of that, um, earlier in the week, a few things happened in Chicago that just made all of this even worse for me anyway. So mm-hmm. number one, Hydea Pendleton, she was a 15 year old girl. She went to King, she went to King College Prep. She was just hanging out after school and was shot and killed a few weeks after she had performed at um, one of President Obama's inauguration. They mm-hmm. did find her killer. He was sentenced this this week to 84 years in prison. Mm-hmm. Not mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. I don't believe that that young man deserved the jail time because, you know, you did take somebody's life, so you right. should be held accountable. But that happened four days before Van Dyke got his sentencing and so right. it lets you know where the value of life is yeah that's like, what I just said like a white man versus a black man a black man scratch somebody he got life yeah and then you, yeah <laughs> yes oh <laughs> <laughs> Then, like a few days later, before, like I think the day before Van Dyke's mm-hmm. sentencing, the day before his sentencing, <sighs> they they acquitted yes. the police officers 
who covered up Van Dyke's story. Yes. And I was just like, halfway. Right. You had all the facts right here in front of you. Like, everybody had told And the judge was like, the judge said that the, the prosecution didn't, um, something about the prosecution and then the present the case. They, yeah. they didn't present the case. And I'm like, I don't give a shit what the prosecution did. You know, <laughs> you know the facts, and you know this shit wasn't right. But like, the, it, and on top of that, all of them still working as police officers. Yeah. Well, I think one of them is a retired officer now. But yeah. So, like, so okay, y'all got caught up in this bull. Granted, y'all got acquitted. Y'all still like, I, huh? It's yeah. You see, why I just, I just get so bad. Like, it was just like bam, bam. Blam, right. blam, bow. <laughs> right. Right. All, right. All back to that this week. And it was just, it was too, <coughs> excuse me. It was just too much. Like all of this police and injustice and, you know, the justice system in general, it is like really a lot nowadays because this just shows you. Like, we already knew it wasn't in our favor. But mm-hmm. now, because so much is in our face with social media and access to information, it just lets us know, like, how much they are against us. Okay. So, I have another one. Okay. This is like. So, did you, have you seen um, the City Girls and Cardi B's twerk music? Yes! Okay. So, the video was popping. The girls, like. The girls made me like I need to get my life together. I, it's a shame that I got a little something back here and I can't twerk. Like, Child. I'm embarrassed Child. as a woman, little booty smell a black over here. woman. Girl, look. Well, anyway, somebody else got in their feelings about the twerk video. Oh God! Do you know who Lexi Pantera is? No, I do not know this person. She is a twerk fitness instructor or a twerk instructor and she is of the other shade she's the other oh god and she posted on twitter calling out cardi and the city girls i don't know if she called out the city girls yeah i guess she did (laughs) uh and said that there was a a lack of white girls in the video so, okay, so her first tweet was, one question, where are the white girls in I Am Cardi B twerk video at? And then she deleted that, and then she said, what I feel at this moment is I, I came with a non-racist opinion, and then I got attacked for with a bunch of racist comments or whatever. So first she started with, that, that was after everybody started coming for her. So at first she asked Cardi why it wasn't any white girls. And then she tried to clean it up and say, like, no, what I mean is, you know, um, other ethnicity, whatever. And then she took that down, but it was too late because, you know, they'd be working fast on Twitter. And they were like, yeah. no, 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 ma'am, no, ma'am. And so, and people went in on it like, man, we can't, like, first of all, you just want to go make it. They asked for the best work twerkers in the world and somebody right. said these women would twerk you under a table and they was like yeah you a twerk instructor but you ain't twerking like 
these are strip club twerkers. You are gym room twerkers. <laughs> Honey, like, she lit a blunt upside down while twerking. Girl, she landed on her head. She she, she died. on her head and she and died. <laughs> she died while twerking. Come I on. was like, what the fuck was Ooh. I gonna get up there and do? And so I went, to, I went to Lexi's Instagram to try to figure out. Um, no, you like, didn't. I did because I wanted to see was I missing something. You, yeah, you, you, okay, go ahead. And I, first of all, I think she's trying to be a, a artist because <laughs> I haven't seen like not I, one, one video. Like, and then, um, okay, I guess that was it. This is it right here. Like, but, bam. Like you, like you, you talk in a routine. These girls stand flat-footed with their hands on their knees, and just then they butt just. <laughs> they ain't even do. thinking, man. They right. just you popping your back. You pop your back and pop your back and pop your back and your booty jiggle. <laughs> these no. girls just walk from. No. <laughs> these girls walk from one side of the room to the next, and they booty just bouncing. Your booty jiggles. They booty bounce like there's a right. difference. And so you just listened. You didn't have the chops. Like, did you see the videos of the competition? You're not in, mm. sis. Like, one, your, the girl, your ass is the girl that won. Cheeks. I just looked at her like, oh, like, how? Like, they be doing full splits and be doing left right. cheek, right cheek. Right. Like, how? How? And, and I'm looking at her like, no, Lexi, you weren't going to make it. Like these girls <sighs> was going to wear your ass out from the one completely the one out. video like the one video that I saw of her twerking, they were going to wear your ass to the ground. You were not going to baby survive. Your little two twerk moves was not gonna was gonna get cut. Even if they put you in a video, you were gonna get cut. So mm-hmm. no, Lexi. So- since we talking about this, I actually had a story regarding this video. Oh God! But it's from another angle. So I, you know, I'm back on Twitter. I'm. I love. I have realized I love Twitter way more. I need, I'm a star because Facebook get on my nerve. Yes, I don't like. I, I I don't like Facebook. And Facebook be late. Like we'll have a whole like Twitter will go through a whole Twitter be in real time. Whatever. Yeah, and Facebook be like. Wait, what happened? Erica Badu said Right, because they just yeah, not, I'm yeah. just not seeing that. And I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Exactly. But, okay, so I'm going to read this. <laughs> and it's a picture of Cardi and um, Young Miami. Um, you know, they were painted as a tiger and a zebra mm-hmm. while they were twerking. And this, this little black girl, child. She says, so we're not going to talk about the historical and psychological implications of having black women painted as literal wild animals while flaunting their bodies. Let me know when it's time. Never, bitch. What is the time? (laughs) Never. (laughs) Like, first of all, can we can we have fun? So she goes on to say, so she had a whole little rant. She's like, um, she says, since it's entertainment for the masses, there was thought and intention behind it. I'm intrigued by what that was. This was produced, edited, and distributed by people who aren't in the video. Everything has a message. And so I guess there is um, 
a cultural sex kidding pro- program where um, huh? women were <laughs> a sex kit sex kitten programming and i guess they i, I guess it's called m culture mk ultra and they heavily rely on animals printed um on like people as a symbolism for duality dark and light so people is going like really deep into why they were painted as animals yeah, if you ask um, Hardy, on this or video what's on that young miami yeah. If you ask either one of them, we're talking about the same <laughs> the same young lady who said if you want to be slewed out. We <laughs> if you ask either one of them why they were painted as a tiger and what was it, a zebra? Yes. Why they was painted at that and they'd be like, because it should look hot on me. Right. Cause I wanted to be naked and twerk. Because I wanted to be I wanted to be Cause I got the body for it and my ass look good and these zebra stripes. They not about to go into this whole uh, you know psychological deep down thought process. This baby said we about to have a twerk video and the winner is going to be flewed out to Miami. (laughs) This the same girl and I was like so y'all but like like I was surprised that they put that at the beginning of the video. I was like, they kept it. No, and then she was like, on fluid out airline. Right. I was like, yes, that's young right. Miami. That's that's just right. just take it. Like, take okay, it. y'all go talk about how you saw, I talk. Did you see my it Insta is story this morning. I said I'm ready. To be no, out. I didn't. I posted a picture of snow and said I'm ready to be fluid out. I want to be fluid out. Like, like y'all, like, like. Yeah, this this about to be on my list. The list that we said we about to do, that's mm. gonna be on it. Cause yeah. like y'all put too much like this the same girl who said flewed out. And that's all I'ma say. Next topic. <laughs> like when I, the, when I watched it when I watched it when I watched the video, the whole time I was like, somebody gonna have a problem with this. They're gonna be like, it's degrading. They shouldn't be having mm-hmm. these women doing this. But I'm like, shit, baby got back and all that other stuff. Like, man, is this what they want to do? Like, let let them be them. They got flewed out to yeah. Miami. They got flewed out. That's all I got for that. That's some shit. Like, that's it. <laughs> so I have um, two. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm only going to do one. Because this is just the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Um... So, you know, I'm a traveler. I enjoy traveling. Cruises are one of yeah, my you, favorites. Yeah, you get out. Oh, I get flewed out all the time. I'm so excited. Um, are you getting flewed out in May to Brazil? Or are you not, not going to get flewed out for this? What's going on? I should. I want to be flewed out. Okay, we'll talk about that off the air. Okay, anyway. So, I was just perusing the interwebs. Um, and I get, like, travel like news in my Apple news because I you know I'll be wanting to know what's going on so this young man and his friends they were on Royal Caribbean Symphony of the Seas mm. the world's largest cruise ship mm. Irish, um, Irish, it, it was docked in Nassau Bahamas and um there's video um his name is Nick Nadev and um his friends are recording him and this goofy ass boy jumps off the side of the cruise ship. 
First of all, I saw that. You need to you need to thank the dear Lord that he that you are still alive. Okay, because that's a hundred feet from the point they were on the boat to the ocean. You don't know what's underneath right there where you jump in. I just want him to be arrested and I want him to go to jail. So he got let him and his friends got kicked off the boat. They should have. Um, and left in the Bahamas and they were banned from Royal Caribbean for life. They should have been. Um, he said uh, he told one of his Instagram followers he said I was still drunk from the previous night. When I woke up, I just decided to jump. Um, cruise ships don't play with this. Nah. They don't they don't want you hanging over the side. They don't want you too close to nothing. They don't like want they, responsibility for that shit. And, and exactly. Like they don't play them games. And and don't nobody really be thinking about doing this kind of dumb shit on a cruise ship. Like right. anyway. I just couldn't. I just couldn't believe that this is what you do when you wake up and you drunk. You say, "Oh, oh you know I what? I'm going to jump off a cruise ship." Yeah, Royal Caribbean said this was stupid and reckless behavior, and him and his companions have been banned from ever sailing with us again. We are exploring legal action. They should. So not only, not only are you banned from probably one of the best cruise lines. Out there, you um, are possibly going to face legal action because in their seat, they do an entire safety briefing with the entire ship before it goes anywhere. Do you hear me? Like, you have to go to a whole little area <laughs> where if you even if you if you have kids, they they abandon your kid. They put wristbands on the kids. They explain to the kids what to do. Right. This is where we. This is where we come in case of an emergency. This is what you not go do on the boat. And I don't we don't care whatever don't else you do, but this is what you play. not go do. None of these cruise ships play around with safety. Like you dumb. Just dumb. dumb. For no reason. Oh God. But that's all I got for ain't that some stuff. So I couldn't believe but how the, dumb. the thing that got me, did you see I think that somebody interviewed him and he was like they had been out drinking and he just got up and decided that he wanted to jump and so he did it and before he knew it it was all over the internet like you talk about some some old privilege type shit like really yeah so yeah yeah Yeah, it was a mess i saw it and it was stupid and i was just like they go to others (laughs) always them doing some stupid shit it's always them boy doing some stupid shit (laughs) we'll be right back all right I'm not gonna sing it. <laughs> okay. I'm not gonna even try. I'm not gonna. Yeah, because I don't know what's gonna happen. So, uh, it's time for on a on a positive note. <laughs> you can't even get it out without singing it. Oh gosh. Um. Okay. Um. Do you have anything? I do. I just found something. You big cheater. Yeah. Um. So there is. A store, a restaurant and catering company called Country Cooking One. You get on my nerves. Okay. This is your story. Keep going. We can, you can, we can, we can, we can, um, keep reading. She is in Philadelphia Mm -hmm. and she is allowing people to come to her restaurant 
government workers and grocery shop for free. She has cereal, rice, sugar. Um, I believe it was some other things that I saw as well. Mm-hmm. Did you get any more information on it? Okay, so I actually just have like a one whole list of people who are doing it. So it was the side um country cooking in Philly. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's a lot so I was going to just point out different places people all over the United States could um, go because of this stupid shutdown. There's a lot of people that are trying to help out. So Mm -hmm. she has a whole demo going on. And then in Miami, um, Chef Creole um, at the Miami International Airport, he opened his kitchen to TSA employees saying that, you know, they have um, discounted prices as well as some free meals there. Mm-hmm. Um, New Birth Missionary Baptist Church in Atlanta gave $300 to every furlough worker in their congregation. Oh, wow. Um, the River Salon and Groomsmen are offering free and discounted services for government employees. So basically, um, this particular salon is offering 50% off until the shutdown ends. And a haircut is on Groomsman Barbershop in Atlanta if you work for the U.S. government. Mm -hmm. Um, Another um, place in Atlanta... Um, a, a chef is whipping and delivering for free. It, it is cooking with Cam. That's a Cam with a C. Mm-hmm. Um, he's offering services to any mothers with children who are being adversely affected by the government shutdown. Um, he'll make the meals that stretch free of cost and deliver them to those in need. So you can contact him via his Instagram. Verizon, AT&T, Sprint, and T-Mobile are all offering short-term payment or deferred payment programs for federal employees. Just Mm -hmm. check with your provider for details. Um, Sky Zone, as well as Macaroni Grill, um, are having, you know, specials for... um, government employees so at macaroni grill they're offering all furlough employees a free mom's ricotta meatballs and spaghetti valid up until like the middle of this week mm-hmm. um sky zone uh has like some discounts um they could bring up to three uh family members for one free hour um jump Tuesday to Thursdays. Yeah, so uh, I was just... And there was, keep going. That, um, I saw that I didn't... I don't think you listed. Um, Nadja, like the river, mm-hmm. to hair salon, um, she is also offering 50... That's dope. Yeah. So... So I just think it's cool that um, people all over the United States are um, reaching out to help the government employees because, you know, we so quick to think about, you know, the senators, um, House representatives, people that Mm -hmm. work in the White House. 
Um, and we forget about other government employees who may, they just may be an administrative assistant in somebody's office or Mm -hmm. like these TSA agents when they don't, may not have like thousands of dollars saved, um, you know, for something like this that happens and they live paycheck to paycheck. So I think that this is great that, you know, in the time of need that people in our country are stepping up. Um, dumbasses on the TV yesterday talking about a, com- mm. a compromise, but I just feel like this is, I mean, it's almost been a month. It's really right. bad. It's really bad. And so hopefully that comes to an end very soon. Um, I have one more um, positive story. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. I'll be doing my little stuff here. So, um, do you remember a couple years ago, there was this festival that was supposed to happen in the Bahamas. It was supposed to be really elite. It was called the Fire Festival. They were going to have, like, all these big-time acts. and was it was supposed by, to be... uh, Ja Rule or something? <laughs> yeah, Ja okay. Rule and this guy named Billy. I forgot his last name already. And, but, um... Anyway, they were throwing this festival called the Fire Festival. Um, and, you know, they went down to the Bahamas. They had one island. That island didn't work out. They ended up going to a different one. And um, and it was Grand Exuma Island. So, basically, they hired the entire island almost to kind of help them with everything. Mm-hmm. One particular story. Um, the reason this is I'm bringing this up is there was a new documentary that is currently on Netflix that talks about like the planning of this festival, what went wrong, you know, who's being held liable, you know, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> there is one lady who speaks in the documentary. Her name is Marianne Roll. Mm-hmm. She was the caterer. She catered the like all of the production people like while they were trying to you know figure it out like the whole time they were down there on the Bahamas she was from the time they signed a contract she was making sure they ate 24-7 right mm-hmm. and then she her company was going to be the company to make sure that all the people one of the companies to make sure all the people ate you know throughout the festival and basically because this thing got canceled and it was a big flop she never got paid and so the Bahamians that worked for her were, you know, after all of this happened, they're knocking on her door like, yo, fam, we need to get paid. We never got paid. We need we need some money. And so um, she was like, she liquidated her savings um, <laughs> for these people. She gave her own money to kind of pay back the debt from the fire um, festival organizers. And so after the Netflix documentary aired, someone created a GoFundMe. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm -hmm. so she could get some of her money back. And it like they had a goal of $123,000 and they are essentially there. Like they have $92,000 right now. And, um, you, I think you should watch it. It's a really interesting story. Yeah, send me the uh, the, the title of it. I, you know, yeah, I'll send it to you. And um, like she talks 
on, and I'm gonna send you the 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 little clip of her talking, and mm-hmm. that that's that's the only part of this whole documentary where I was almost in tears because she was so hurt, and you could tell that you know she like from the time she started talking on the documentary, she was really just trying to make sure she was taking care of them, you know, to the highest regard. She thought that this was going to be an ongoing contract mm-hmm. and it was gonna help the island, and. You know, it's really sad to see like how people take advantage of other people for their personal gain. Yeah, but people are stepping up and you know donating to her. Not saying like I'm not urging anybody to donate or anything, but I just love to see you know when people come together, come together to like help people in need or to like help right or wrong. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's all I got. Well, you know, I'll be in the house. Yep, I'm going to send it straight over to you. You know, MLK Day is coming. Must be nice for you people that get that day off. Oh, yeah, it is. It's beautiful. (laughs) I'm sorry for you. Um, Because, yeah, I am just uh, going to work tomorrow. So (laughs) Well, I will not be. I am going to purge my clothes. Okay. And... um, do a video. They come and do a video of me purging. Okay. If you guys have not subscribed to Fila's YouTube channel, please head over to YouTube and search mm-hmm. Fila Lashawn. Yes. F E E L A underscore. No underscore. L A S H U N. Cap. That is it. Hit subscribe, watch the videos, especially you short hair pixie girls. Yes, this if you are short hair, relaxed, I am the video for you. Mm-hmm. She even giving makeup tutorials. She is out here snapping y'all. Skin, I'm trying. I'm trying skin to skin popping. Trying to help you know the women um, in the 35 to 40 plus age range. Come on now, because there is a need. We are here. Come so, on and help the aunties. That's right. We're going to be <laughs> bad aunties. That's right. All right. We will talk to you guys next week. All right. Bye. Bye-bye.